plague all your country with frogs. The Nile shall swarm with frogs that shall come up into your house and into your bedroom and on your bed and into the houses of your servants and your people and into your ovens and your kneading bowls. I don't know what that is. The frogs shall come up upon you and your people and all your servants. Basically everywhere. There are going to be frogs everywhere, just so you know. And then, so when Moses told that to, to Pharaoh and he didn't let the, the people go, so boom, the, the frogs came, right? Which was really bad. And I'm going to jump a little bit to the um, eighth verse and says, Then Pharaoh called Moses and Aaron and said, Plead with the Lord to take away the frogs from me and from my people, and I will let the people go to sacrifice to the Lord. Right? Moses said to Pharaoh, this is, this is a big part, Be pleased to command me when I am to plead for you and for your servants and for your people that the frogs be cut off from you and your houses to be left only in the Nile. And he said, Tomorrow. Right? Pharaoh said, Tomorrow. Um, and then the story keeps going. I'm, I'm going to leave it like this for now. Um, but for me, it's like, hold on, uh, wait a second. There are a bunch of frogs in your house. And I don't know if you like frogs. I don't like them. I mean, it's okay if you like them. That, that's okay. God will forgive you for that. But, I mean, I don't like frogs. They are bad. They are awful. I, I cannot even describe them because it's like, ugh, right? And there are a bunch of frogs in the house. A ton of them everywhere, in the bedroom, the living room, everywhere. And then, so Moses asked Pharaoh, so when do you want these little guys to leave? Tomorrow. Like, I'm, I'm the boss in this place. I want them to leave tomorrow. Are you serious? How about today? Wouldn't it be better? Can you imagine if your house, if you had a problem in your house with frogs or any kind of, uh, what was the name? Pest? Is that a pest? Any kind of pest? And you call the company, and, and the, the, the company, and, and they ask you, okay, yeah, so when do you want me to come? You want me to come right now? Do you want me to come later this afternoon or tomorrow or maybe next month? And you're like, mm, how about tomorrow? No, right now. I don't want these things right now. They are bothering me, right? But Pharaoh, he, he's like, yeah, tomorrow. I mean, I don't want them tomorrow in here. And that's how it happened. So, and I was, I was thinking, why in the world is wrong with Pharaoh? I mean, this guy, he was, I mean, he was a king, basically, the, the boss of everybody in the whole country. And then he, he is like, tomorrow, I don't know, if maybe there was some pride in his heart, like, this is going to happen the way I want it, right? So they're going to leave whenever I want, and I want them to leave tomorrow. Man, how about today? So I want to I bring that idea to today, to right now, because I think sometimes there are some frogs in our lives. There are some things in our lives that are very bad, right? And I'm, and not, I'm not only talking about if you don't know Jesus, because if you don't know Jesus, man, you have a ton of frogs in your house and everywhere in your life. I'm talking even when we know Jesus. And, and we want to be more like him, and we're trying to do our best. But still, there are things like little frogs over there, you know, things that do not lead us to God, to be more like him. And it doesn't need to be necessarily like a really bad thing. Like, man, I have a problem with alcohol. Well, that's a frog, my friend, right? It doesn't need to be like that bad. It can be like small things that if that is not leading you to the Lord, that is a frog. 
I'm calling it frogs just right using the example. But so the problem with this is that many, many times we cannot see them, right? And then there, there are a bunch of different kind of frogs, different colors, sizes, and we just hang out with them and get used to be with the frogs everywhere, right? And we would pet them and play with them, and it's, yeah, frogs are there, and, and it's part of our life, and sometimes we even think that that's normal. Well, it's not. It's not normal. And one of the things that, um, I mean, these frogs are not, how can I say this, are not out, uh, in the outside, right? It's, it's not that you're not tall enough, that you're not strong enough. These frogs are in your mind and in your heart. Because when, what the Bible says about Jesus, like working in our hearts or working in our lives, He's talking about our minds and our hearts, right? I mean, because when, I bec when, I, um, when the Lord saved me from my sins and when He forgave me for all the bad stuff that was in my life and, in my, and yeah, in general, I, I kept being Mexican and my skin kept being the same and I didn't grow more inches. I mean, I'm still the same guy right in the outside, but the inside, man, I'm so glad he did something because it was bad. It was really, really, really bad. So these things are hidden in our hearts and minds. So that's, that's a tough thing. It, it's hard, right, to, to examine that part. So, and I want to, I want to use, I want to read really quick. Oh, I have it in here. So, by the way, I don't even understand my notes. I, I just discovered I had a really bad handwriting. <laughs> so in Jeremiah, I'm going to just mention them. In Jeremiah 17.10 and in Proverbs 17.3. And I'm pretty sure in, um, this was hard, Deuteronomy, yes, something like that. So in that book, uh, there's some parts in which it says that the Lord is the one that searches the heart. He is the one that examines the heart, right? Your mind and your heart. So if you don't know if there is any frog in your life, we can go ask Jesus, his Holy Spirit. God, is there anything? Like, like David, right? Uh, I think, if I'm not wrong, I think David uh, did that prayer after he counted all his people, right? All the, how, how, what was the word for that? Sense? Is that it? Senses. Senses. Thank you. So after the senses, right? So, so there was pride in his heart. And the Lord led him to that position in which like, God, examine me, please. Is there, is there anything? Is there anything that is not giving you glory? Is there anything that uh, is not pointing towards you and giving you honor and what you deserve? Right? So there was pride in his heart. And the, the only way to find out about it is through God. God is the one that is going to tell you, right? Because, I mean, I, I don't want to tell you that I, I'm, I'm proud, you know, because I like it. I mean, sometimes we, we, we just get used to these frogs. that we, It's normal. It's part of our life, and we, we actually like them sometimes. So, so there was pride in David's heart. And this... This is precisely why I'm sharing this with you. 
Because after, after listening to, to my brother in Mexico, talking about the idea of the frogs and all that stuff, I started to, uh, so I went into prayer, went to the Lord and asked, God, is there, is there anything? Please examine my heart. I mean, I know it's not going to be easy, but, but I want it. I want it, I want it to be more like you, Lord. And, and he started to answer back right away. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I mean, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I actually, this is, this is kind of a funny thing, but um, let, let me tell you a little bit of my background so you understand the idea why I, I struggle with these things. So I grew up playing sports my whole life. I mean, since I was five, I think, I started to play soccer in Mexico. In Mexico, it's a big thing, as you may know. Um, then, I mean, I just kept playing soccer. I played basketball. I got a scholarship to play basketball in high school. I got a, 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 a college, sorry, a scholarship in, for, to play in high school, and then a scholarship to play in college, but I didn't accept that one for other reasons. But what I want to say is that I grew up with, um, how do you say that, high self-esteem? Is that the way you say it? So, I mean, I love myself a lot, pretty much, basically. That's what I want to say, right? I was very secure of my personality and stuff. So I grew up like that, and then, then um, so I came to the Lord, or the Lord, yeah, saved me. So, and I, I mean, I was, I was a good guy, if that makes sense, with the, the standards of the, of, of the world, right? I didn't drink alcohol. I tried to drink alcohol, but I didn't like it, so I didn't drink alcohol. I didn't, uh, uh, like, um, smoke anything. I mean, I tried it, but nah, I didn't like it. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I ate well because I, I was a very disciplined in sports. So and I went to church. I didn't say bad words. Didn't have problems with watching stuff on the Internet. Nothing like that. So if, if you hear the things like that, it's like, man, I mean, the, I, I know you're not Jesus because your mom wasn't a virgin when you were born. I mean, but almost like Jesus. You know what I mean? And, and so that, that thought came into my heart. Into my, into my mind and destroyed me because I thought, man, I'm good. I'm, I mean, I'm, go I'm just good. I mean, I behave well. Uh, I'm good. I got it. I got it all, pretty much. And that took me to a place in which I would talk to someone, to a Christian person or whatever, and that person would be telling me, like, man, I'm struggling with this stuff. Man, I have problems with, with watching this. I'm problem with, with these things. I'm lying at home. I'm doing these things. And you know what I, what I thought? <laughs> I would be like, man, I mean, you're weak. So you can go to the weak side. So the weak people go over there. This side is for the strong guys. Because I do not struggle with that stuff. So I have it all. I'm good with it. I, I mean, I don't need that. Right? So... I'm not sure if that's what Jesus would do, right? So I, I was like that. And that's, and that's the reason why I'm sharing this with you, because this is a big frog for me, to open my heart to people and tell people that I used to be like this, or that, I, that sometimes I still struggle with, with pride, because I guess my flesh is just happy and jumping around when, when I'm proud of myself or anything, right? Actually, Friday morning... I met with a brother in Christ, and he asked me the question that I don't like to be asked. Tell me your testimony. 
Because with my testimony, I need to share with you and open my heart and let you know that I was really bad. I, I, I don't like that. I guess it's just pride of, I mean, I'm proud of, I don't want to, I just want to be, being, being the same guy that I was before, like super cool, you know, and I mean, I, mean, I do sports and I'm a, I don't say bye words, I eat well. That was one of the biggest frogs in my, in my life. And, I, and I'm still trying to kick the frog out of my house, right? I'm not saying that it's easy. Last night I, went with a, with, I met with a friend also, and he asked me the same question. And I'm like, what? what is this? I mean, Lord, yeah, I'm asking you for help, but not in this way. I mean, I don't want to be telling people that I, I was a sinner. I, wanna, I don't want to be tell, telling people that, I'm, that I still struggle with things, right? And right now I'm doing the same again. So I guess God is trying to teach me something, to be more open to people and tell people, yeah, I mean, well, I'm not that special as I thought I was. So I, want to, I wanted to share that with you, but not leave it over there. Um, I would like to challenge you also. I, I want to challenge you to, to the idea of asking God. Ask God, God, is there any frog? Is there anything in my life that is not giving you glory? Is there anything in my heart that is not blessing your name? Right, because I mean, we could be like, like with our words, oh Lord, I mean, you're awesome. I bless your name and stuff. I mean, which is, it, it's good. I'm not saying that it's wrong. But how about, how about our lives? How about our hearts and our minds in our daily life <clears throat> and the things we do every single day? Are we honoring God with everything? When we are by, by ourselves somewhere at home or when nobody's seeing us, are we honoring God? Are we, are we really like blessing His name with everything we do, everything we say, everything we think? So I want, I want to challenge you to, and to encourage you. And, and I don't want to do it in a way like, hey, so I'm telling you there are things, bad things in your life, brother. I mean, you, not in that way. Guys, I, I'm the last guy in the whole world that should tell you this, but I mean, it's a hard process. It's a really hard process to, to open your heart, even to God sometimes, and to come to Him and tell Him, God, is there anything? Is there anything? That's, that's also one of the, I call frogs now, in my life, is that the fact that I, I'm not used to, or at least I didn't want to go to people when I had a problem. If I was fa facing any issue in my life, I would, I, I would try to deal with it by my, on my own. Or, I mean, God and I only, which is it's great. I'm not saying that it's wrong. It's good. But sometimes those frogs were bigger and, and stronger than I was, or they are stronger than I am. And the idea of going to someone else and, and ask for help, right, that's something that is also God, God is also working in my heart now, in my life. So I want to encourage you to ask God to examine but, but don't do it tomorrow. Don't do it tomorrow. Do it today. I mean, don't, don't, don't get used to the frogs in your, in your life, in your heart, in your mind. Those things are going to grow badly. And you know what? Like every single living thing, they need to eat. And you know what they eat? They're going to eat your heart. They're going to eat your mind. 
and sooner than later, you're going to be a totally different person. Even if you're at church, you can be lost. I was that guy. I was at church and lost at the same time, which is a bad combination and really sad. Um, so the frogs need to eat, and they're going to eat you. And sometimes, even if you don't notice, you're the one that is going to give him the frog your heart and your mind. And then the frog at the end is going to be huge, and you're not going to be able to kick it out of your house. So, <clears throat> I want to encourage you to, to humble yourself. That's a, that's a big war for me, to humble, because it's hard just to go to someone else and, and confess, and brother, I'm, I'm struggling with this. It, it is hard. Um, and so I, I, I've been passing through this process lately. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it, to be honest. It's not what I want because it's exactly the, it's touching the points that I, I don't like it. it um, it's uncomfortable. But I'm so glad because I, I do need it. And, and I know that, I mean, if I'm asking God for help, he's not going to send the devil to help me, right? He's going to send himself, his Holy Spirit, to, to lead you and to let you know, okay, these things in your life are not the best. You can do better. Please. And may I ask, the frogs are the, sin, the sinful life you Trying to have an understand, and I've been being infestation of frogs, but we are finally beginning to get involved and we need to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Indeed. And fight the evil that's surrounding us all in this very imperfect world we live in. Like it's like <laughs> no, indeed. That's that's totally true. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but at the same time, I would like to add something to that. It's not, it's, not, it's not only the bad stuff, that what, what we call bad. It can be good things, but if this good thing takes your life away from following God, even a little bit, a little bit, it, it, it's not nice. I mean, it's not good. I remember, so I was a, um, how do you say that, youth leader at my church, and I got into this thing because I wanted, I mean, I grew up, again, I grew up with a lot of discipline in my life, right? I went to bed very early because I, I was, I was going to play the next day, so I tried to, care, uh, to take care of myself. So I was very disciplined, and I went into the youth leadership, like, very, very strongly, right, that I forgot about God. And, I mean, it's, it's a good thing that the Lord gave me, and I used it in a different way that I wasn't honoring God. I was just into almost punishing all the, the poor guys, and you know what I mean? So that's why I'm telling you, or that's why maybe the Lord has also been telling me that examine, God, examine my heart, because there are things that I, I, I cannot see them sometimes, and they are killing me, right? So, so again, so I've been going through this process, and I've been asking the Lord, God, please show me, is there anything in, in my life that, I mean, doesn't please you? And he's been doing it, and it's been really awful, but, but good. But good because I know God, 
I mean, his will and, and his desires for me are good and the same for everybody, for everybody in here. So I just want, I, I want to um, read a... So I usually pray, uh, uh, um, share or preach like three hours. I'm going to see if I can make it this time with three hours, maybe two and a half. No, no, no. Um, let me see where it is. Okay, in here. Yeah. So, and I, I've been so thinking about this, all this frog thing, and and I was thinking, man. I mean, why is it so hard? Why why this pride thing is killing me? So I've been praying about it and trying to. I mean, reading the Bible and, 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 again, trying to be open to the idea of sharing with people, right, that I'm not a super special guy, that I'm just another like everybody, another person, and that I need Jesus also. So, and I was like, so, God, what? Tell me more. I want to learn more about this. And so in, in Matthew 26, so when Jesus is in Gethsemane. That's the way you say it. Gethsemane. Gethsemane. Um, in verse 36, it says, Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and, two, and the two sons of uh, Zebedee or something like that, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is very, is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. So, when I read this part, I was like, hold on, hold on. I mean, you're God. I mean, yeah, you, 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 I mean, you were human, but, but you were God, right? So you could do whatever you wanted. And when you were struggling with something, you went and opened your heart to your friends, to the people that you trusted, right? So that's a new, a good thing that I have been learning. That again, it, it just strikes the pride that is in my life, in my heart, because again, I don't like the idea of going to someone and just sharing what it's go what's going on. Right? But that's what he did. And, and just thinking about the, what's the word, me mediocre way of Pharaoh, that the way he lived, and, and even though he thought he was like, man, I'm the authority in here and those guys are living tomorrow. That's a very mediocre way of thinking. Right now, you don't want the frogs anymore. Just kick them out right now. Right? And sometimes you won't be able to do it by yourself. So, of course, you need help. So that's what Jesus did. did. And for me, that's a, that's a, I was like, what? Goodness, I mean, you went to your friends and opened your heart and showed them that you were weak, that you were struggling with stuff. Hold on, I mean, I know we're called to be like you, and, and we're looking, I mean, we're looking for perfection like you, like you. I mean, we want to be like that, right? So uh, before I would think, if you do that, that's weak. You're mediocre. But it's actually the other way around. If you do that, you're stronger. You're way strong if you can stand 
up in front of someone and tell, I need help. I'm dying. I have a bunch of frogs right here in my life. They're killing me. They're eating me. I need help, man. Can you pray for me? One of the things that I like is that, so after Jesus talked to them and, and basically asked, hey, I'm opening my heart and asked them for help pretty much. And then he said, and going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if, if possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, I'm going to, yeah, not as I, I will, but as, as you will. And, and this is very interesting to me. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping, not that they were sleeping. And he said to Peter, So could you not watch with me one hour? Now, this is the part that, that I was like, Wow, this is very interesting. He, so he told Peter, or, or them, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. Yeah, so, so Jesus goes to them and not only opened his heart, but also told them, hey, watch and pray that you do not get into this stuff, right? And, and I would like to, to take that a little bit like to our times now the idea of going to someone that you trust and you can say hey man I, I need to watch and pray for me I, I have this issue I have this frog in my life and it's growing like crazy C could you pray for me could you even watch me and, and I'm going to be open to to you ask me, asking me questions about like, hey how are you doing with this man so the this, this concept, this idea, it's a new thing for me. Again, I don't like it, but I want it because I know it's good, because I want to be more like Jesus. And if it takes uh, that stuff, and if it is hard, I, I want it. And that's, that's what I wanted to share with you. Maybe it's a little bit too short, <laughs> but I just wanted to, um, to encourage you to and to challenge you, because it's a challenge. It's, it's not super easy. If it was, can you imagine if you went to the doctor and the doc, I mean, you, you're sick, right? Super sick. You have a problem really bad. It's killing you. And then the doctor told you, yeah, you know what? You need to stop eating tomatoes. Uh, uh, tomato, that's, that's okay. Tomato. Hey, no more tomatoes, okay? No more tomatoes for me because they're bad for me. You would do it easily. I mean, unless you are like crazy for tomatoes, I don't think so. I mean, tomatoes are good, but it's not like, man, I need a tomato right now. I'm, I'm just craving a tomato or two maybe, right? So, but what if the doctor told you, you know what, you have a problem. This is the problem. The only way to fix it, no more ice cream. Ooh, I, I saw that face. I, yeah, I saw some faces like, man, not that one, please. Not ice cream. Vanilla. No, 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 no. So, uh, you, I, I know ice cream is a big thing. It's, that, it's not only in America. That's everywhere. I mean, ice cream is good. I know that. Maybe we can have some ice cream later. But so if the doctor told you no more ice cream, ooh, you were going to feel it. It was going to be bad. But it was going to be good at the same time for you, right? So let's, let's do the same, brothers and sisters. Let's talk to God. He answers back. I'm pretty sure you already know that. Let's go ask God if there is anything. Exam examine my heart, the deepest places in my mind that sometimes it takes two seconds to lost what you've been working for years 
and then maybe you see an image, and maybe you hear something, or maybe you feel something that is not honoring Him. I want to encourage you to do that. And I want to also tell you, um, it's a good thing to imitate what Jesus did, what He is teaching us in His Word. And that is, man, boys, men, go to a man. Find a guy that you trust. That you can see Jesus' person live in his life. And go talk to that person and tell, man, I'm struggling with this. Open your heart. And ladies and girls, go to a lady that you trust, that you know that she is going to lead you. That she's not going to step on you and tell you you're weak. No, that she's going to give you a hug with love and tell you, you know what? We, you can do this. Jesus is with you. His Spirit is going to give you the strength that you need, and you're going to overcome and overpass this. No more frogs in your life. I want to encourage you to do that. And <clears throat> to open your heart. And, and I also want to talk to the little, little guys, little children. This is, this is specifically for you. And I do this with a lot of respect because I have a son. And if someone is going to talk to my to my son, I want to make sure that this is, this is good according to the Bible, right? Because then we can get into trouble. So I want to do this with respect to you and to your parents. These little frogs, I call them frogs, but it's actually like things that are not honoring God. You know, God made us for Him to bless His name and to just, and just for Him. We belong to Him, right? And these little frogs, which are things that do not honor Him, they come even when we are little ones. Parents, I know you know that. And I just want to encourage you also to be, um, like, how do you say that, on guard, like, like be ready for these things. So little ones, if there is anything in your life, or if you don't know, go ask God. He will let you know. His Spirit will let you know. You know what? There's this little detail. And if there is anything, I want to encourage you to go to your parents. Go to your parents. They are your best friends. There are no people that love you more than them in the whole world. Go to your parents and tell them, Dad, Mom, I have something in my life. This thing is bothering me. There is something that I don't think is honoring God. Open your heart to them. <clears throat> and they will pray with you. They, they will lead you to the right place, which is Jesus. So... Um, <clears throat> that's one of my frogs, guys. And it's been really hard. Um, but I'm so glad because that means that God is, God is working in my life, and I like that. He's working in my life. Um, he's answering my prayers because I was praying, God, can you let me know, please, if there is anything? And then he's been showing me, yeah, how about the pride that you have? about not sharing with people that you struggle with stuff, that you need help sometimes from, from your brothers and from your sisters. So I want to I wanna, I wanna encourage you to do that, and I want to just want to close with a, with a prayer about that. And I just want to say one last thing. Don't, do not wait till tomorrow. Do it today. Do it today. And tomorrow, if there is anything else, do it tomorrow. You need to do it every single day to ask the Lord, examine my heart. 
I mean, I want to be more like you, Lord. Let's pray. <clears throat> um, Jesus, I want to thank you, Lord, for, for being patient with us. God, I want to thank you for, for loving us in, in such a way that, I, that we cannot understand, that it's, it's almost impossible to understand, but we do thank you for, for your love, for being patient, for, for listening to our prayers and for answering back. God, and I just want to pray for each one of, of my brothers and sisters that you show us if, if there is anything in our lives that are not blessing your name, that are not honorable to you, that you work in each one of us and that you, you lead us and you take us to, to be more like you. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit works in our hearts and in our minds every single day and that we can grow in understanding wisdom and knowledge of who you are and that we can be more like you in every area of our lives and every, every single detail be more like you. Father, I thank you for this time. We praise your name. We love you, Jesus, and we thank you again for, for your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Brothers, thank you so much. Brothers and sisters, I really appreciate the invitation. I need to be honest. It's a challenge for me to, to, to share in English. I think this is a second time, maybe a third time. So I hope you understood a big a part of it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if anything else. Yeah, thank you, brothers.